Hello and welcome to the Daily Claims Podcast, where we talk about life as an insurance adjuster from the perspective of property, auto, liability, and workers' compensation adjusters. My goal is to bring interesting topics in the world of claims adjusting to people who are working as an adjuster now and to people who are considering a career as a claims adjuster. One of the most common complaints that I get from new or aspiring adjusters is that every time they look at a job listing, it says that they need experience, thus the title of this podcast. So even when the job is an entry-level job, the post will say something like, entry-level job as a claims adjuster, two years experience required. So as a new adjuster or an aspiring adjuster, how do you overcome that requirement? You have to understand that when hiring managers make a list of what they want in an employee, it's kind of like a wish list. They want to be able to pay entry-level salary, but get something a little better than entry-level. They want to get somebody that can do the job with minimal training and minimal supervision for an entry-level position. This wish list mentality doesn't just apply to entry-level jobs. It also applies to just about every other position that might be hired within an organization, whether they're hiring for an entry-level or senior adjuster or vice president or director of claims, they're still going to have a vision of the ideal candidate in their head. And they will have to face reality when they find that what's actually available in the marketplace doesn't always match the idea that they have in their head. So if you are a prospective employee and you believe that you have the skills necessary to become an adjuster, and maybe you've got some bona fide training and maybe even a license under your belt, then to my mind, that should be considered as some type of experience by a hiring manager. So if you have a resume that reflects that you've got a certificate from some training program or programs and that you may be licensed in one state or two states, three states, maybe 10 states, and you have experience in a particular industry that might not be claims, but work experience doing a job in your cover letter, you can describe a little bit more about how your assets will fit to the role of a claims adjuster. Resume preparation and cover letter preparation is very important and it's probably something that we'll be talking about more. But when you present all this information to a hiring manager for an entry-level position, if that hiring manager says, well, you know, the requirement is two years experience, so we can't consider you. If they don't realize that their own job post is in conflict with itself because it's asking for an entry-level position, yet putting a requirement that there's at least some experience on there, maybe that's not the company you want to work for. That type of person is going to be a very black and white, check-the-box kind of mentality, and I don't think I'd want to work for somebody like that. Instead, I think I'd like to work for somebody who sees the benefit in the entire picture and doesn't just check a box of some kind. So when you're interviewing for jobs, make sure that it is actually the job you want with the company that you want. The job posting might look good on paper, but if that job is managed by somebody who you know isn't a good fit for you, that's something to take into consideration as well. Now, if you're struggling to find a job, it might be difficult to think about applying for a position and saying no to that position because of some character flaw you might see in the hiring manager. And you don't wanna squander that opportunity by eliminating a potential job from consideration yourself. But there are new jobs coming out every day. Just go to our Facebook group, Adjuster Manuals. We've got 
over 22 job boards posted there from recruiting firms and advertising websites that have job listings for claims adjusters at all levels. So definitely check that out. When I got my first job as a claims adjuster, I didn't have any experience either. It took me two years to get a job. Between 1994 and 1996, I interviewed with a lot of different companies before I got my first job. What I learned in all of those interviews was that I was getting information every time I was interviewing through the questions that the hiring manager was asking. I could tell that they were making some assumptions about what I should know, and I was able to gauge how to present myself a little better every time. So improving at each interview is the way you need to approach this. You may not get hired on the first, second, third, or even fifth interview, but if you keep trying, eventually it will happen. As long as you're putting effort into paying attention to the questions and making improvements, after every interview. Yes, you're going to lose some opportunities along the way, but you're gonna learn from that and you're gonna get a win. So prior to being hired as a claims adjuster, applying and interviewing is your new job. I really mean it, don't give up. You have to be tenacious and you have to be consistent and committed. So let's talk a little bit about your resume. No two resumes are ever gonna be the same. They're all gonna depend on your skill level, your job experience and your age and how you're able to present yourself through that resume. So if you are in an early kind of an age group, let's say between 20 and 30 years old, and let's say you've graduated from college with a bachelor's degree, and let's say you may have worked some service jobs or maybe some internships, you're definitely gonna put that stuff in your resume. You will want to highlight the skills that you've learned, highlight the things that you learned in that job that can translate to a job at an insurance company as a claims adjuster. If you had to help with any business operations where you work, Maybe you were the manager of a coffee shop or something like that. Well, that says you have some business experience. You have some management experience, right? You will have experience with scheduling maybe, maybe time management and definitely customer service. Those are all things that you can highlight that would apply to a job as a claims adjuster. Now, if you don't have a college degree, but you still had those types of jobs, the same rules apply. You just won't be putting that you have a degree on your resume. Now, not having a degree is probably going to reduce your chances of getting a job as a claims adjuster, particularly with larger insurance carriers, but it's not going to eliminate them. As you're going through job requirements in some of these job postings, you'll see that most of them will require that candidates have a bachelor's degree. But if you don't, maybe you have something that is as difficult to obtain or even more difficult to obtain. As an example, let's say you have a military background. You might not have a four-year college degree, but maybe you spent four years in the military. Now, no one can deny that you would have learned things in that four years in the military that no college kid is ever going to learn. You've learned valuable life skills that are definitely going to prepare you to take on a job like a claims adjuster. There's no doubt in my mind. I've met a lot of military people in this business who never had a degree. I've met a lot of people who come from the military that would actually never make it as a claims adjuster and might be struggling for a while with their career choices. Let's face it, it's not easy to go through the military and we should respect those folks. So maybe instead of a college degree, you're the type of person who stayed on a family business and you work there. And that business, maybe you've got business skills learned from that experience that no one else would have. Sometimes the life of hard knocks teaches us way better than a formal education. But if you're interviewing with someone who has that check the box type mentality, you may have a challenge ahead of you. If you see a juicy job posting that you would love to apply to, accept that it says 
that there is a bachelor degree required. I would not be bashful about still submitting your resume and highlighting that in your cover letter that you do not have a degree and why. You can say something like, I understand the requirement is that there's a bachelor's degree associated with candidates, but I have experience that is equivalent to or stronger than the experience obtained by most bachelor's degree students or something like that. I say go ahead and apply. The worst that can happen is they'll say no. And even if they do say no, let's say they go through a list of candidates and they pick the top five and all of those top five have bachelor's degrees. And let's say they interview all five and all five of them show up late or they're dressed inappropriately or they're just for various reasons not good candidates. Chances are your resume is still going to be in their desk somewhere and they just might give you a call. So don't discount that possibility. So let's jump to another age group. So what if you're the type of person who is between 20 and 30 years old and you don't have a bachelor's degree and you don't have any heavy duty work experience like the military or working in a family business or even managing a coffee shop? Well, if that's the case, what I would suggest you do is go out and get some experience. Maybe consider getting that bachelor's degree or even an associate's degree and getting some work experience. That's your best bet. I don't know of any insurance companies or independent adjusters that will hire somebody right out of high school or college who has no work experience whatsoever. That would be a tough one to justify. But alternatively, if you don't have a college degree, but you've got like five or 10 years under your belt working in a business, to my mind, that would go far to consider you as a candidate. I feel strongly about this. I I think that if you don't have a bachelor's degree, you can still get hired as an adjuster in this business. You may have to do two to three times more applications than someone with a bachelor's degree, but keep after it and that's the best advice I can give you. So now let's jump to another age group. Let's look at people that are maybe in their 30s or 40s. Well, let's go between the ages of 30 and 40. So you will likely have had some work experience in your life that could be applicable to claims. But what if you actually don't? What if you have had the honor of being a stay-at-home mom? It might be tough to build out a resume of work experience, but I wouldn't hesitate to put that as your job for the period of time that you did it. But I would also guess that if you were a stay-at-home mom, you were probably really good at helping the kids with volunteering efforts. Maybe you were involved in some of their clubs or sporting events or sporting teams. Maybe you helped coordinate things at the school for extracurricular activities. Those are all things you should be putting on your resume. Just because you didn't get paid for something didn't mean it was a valuable experience. Volunteer work should always go on your resume, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or the CEO of a company. But it should especially be there if your resume is kind of thin when it comes to heavy-duty business-type work experience. So let's jump again to another age group. Now let's talk about people between the ages of 40 and 50. Well, the same rules kind of apply. My guess is at this age, you will have probably worked yourself out of the stay-at-home mom phase. And if you weren't a stay-at-home mom, chances are you've had plenty of work experience of various types. So you want to get all that work experience on the resume. Get as many examples of what you can do on, on that resume and be sure to think about what you know about the claims job itself so that you can tailor your descriptions in your resume about your other jobs to something that you believe a claims manager might want to hear. That same rule applies with respect to any volunteer work that you have. Again, the volunteer work is important. Maybe you did work with kids at school. Maybe you did volunteer work through your church. Maybe you were involved in a civic organization. Whatever it is, make sure you put that down. And again, 
tailor that description to what you believe a claims manager might want to hear. So, so far, most of this discussion presumes that you will have had some training on your resume as well. I do not believe that your chances of getting a job as a claims adjuster are going to be very good at all if you don't have at least some certificate or designation or license associated with claims adjusting. And ideally, you'll have one of all three. So as an example, I would have a certificate or certificates from an online training program. I would recommend that you get your AIC designation and I would recommend that you get a license or several licenses. And that combination would be the ideal set of education packages to include on your resume. If you don't have any work experience as an adjuster, I don't believe any hiring manager would discard your resume if it had those three components. I also believe that if you have those components but don't have a bachelor's degree, that they'd also hang on to your resume. So now let's talk a little bit about another age group. Let's talk about folks in the age of say 50 to 65. Of course, the same rules apply about putting down all your work experience and likely you'll have a lot more than some of the younger people. However, there are certain aspects of the job as a claims adjuster that might be difficult for you as you get older. For example, if you want to become a property adjuster and you're in your 60s, you have to ask yourself whether or not climbing on roofs is something that you still want to do anymore. I know a lot of people that are spry enough to get up on a ladder and climb roofs all day long and they're still in their 60s. But I also know a lot of people who really aren't that spry. And if you fall into the latter category, okay, that's a bad choice of words. If you fall into the latter, L-A-T-T-E-R category, then you may want to consider positions as a desk adjuster rather than a field adjuster. So let's go back to this topic of bachelor's degrees. So let me talk a little bit more about a bachelor's degree and why that might be listed as a requirement for a job as a claims adjuster. It's an interesting conundrum because there are no bachelor's degrees available in claims adjusting. So what exactly are they looking for? There are some degree programs that specialize in insurance, but I actually don't know anybody who has one in my line of work. I'm sure there are, but the bulk of people hired with bachelor's degrees, they don't have an insurance specialty in their education. So if you're a hiring manager, and you require someone to have that bachelor's degree, what do you want that degree to be in? You want it to be in accounting? Okay, that's fair. But newsflash, accounting majors usually wind up being accountants. Maybe you want them to have an engineering degree because those folks usually wind up becoming engineers. You want them to have a general business degree? Sure, why not? That's probably a pretty good fit because it's kind of nonspecific. So if you're a hiring manager out there, I'd love to get your thoughts on this, but if you're a hiring manager and you've decided that candidates with a business degree are the best candidates for claims adjusters, well, think about it. Do you want somebody who's learned how to maybe form a business and knows how to complete business accounting and maybe knows all about marketing businesses and things like that because what you may wind up with is someone that goes and starts their own business and leaves you someday. Now, if you consider some of these other degrees that I've just mentioned, it's really kind of strange because if you would say that, well, someone who has a bachelor's degree in engineering, that makes them a great candidate for a claims adjuster because they're probably really smart to be an engineer, right? Well, if they went to school to be an engineer and they're coming to you for a claims job, it means that they probably couldn't get hired as an engineer. So they're probably not a very good engineer. I mean, it sounds to me like maybe they didn't succeed at what they set out to do. So why would you consider them to be an asset? So full disclosure, I did have a bachelor's degree when I got my first job. 
It was not in claims adjusting and it was not in insurance. It was a degree in design. It has nothing to do with the claims industry. Everybody I know who is in the claims industry has a degree that has nothing to do with the claims industry. In fairness, I understand the reasoning behind requiring an advanced degree. The theory is that if you're smart enough to get a college degree, a bachelor's degree, then you're going to make a great claims adjuster because you are going to have already proved that you can learn and that you're smart. That's kind of the theory behind the liberal arts degree, which is what I have. And that's fine, but you know, you don't have to have a college or university hand a piece of paper to you in order to be deemed to be a smart person. So that's why I say if you can get an online certification and then get something like your AIC designation or start working toward it at least and study and get your licenses, well, that tells me that you're smart enough to learn a lot of complicated things and you'd probably make a pretty good adjuster. So my point in all of this is that you need to simply demonstrate to a potential employer that you are a good candidate to be a claims adjuster. If you do that properly, that will supersede any requirement that they might have regarding job experience or a bachelor's degree that has nothing to do with claims adjusting. And I'll reiterate that if you apply to a job in the way I've described with those certifications and designations and you don't have a college degree and you don't have real live work experience as an adjuster and you're applying for an entry-level job and they say no because you don't have a bachelor's degree and you don't have experience, just remember those are two boxes that they have to check because of somebody in their HR department. If they haven't thought through their hiring process to know what a good candidate is regardless of their little boxes, I'm not sure you want to work for them anyway. So keep plugging away and you will find a job. Now, it might not be the job that you stay with. It might be a small independent adjusting firm that needs you and they're going to train you a little bit along the way and they probably won't care if you have a college degree, more than likely, as long as you can demonstrate that you can learn the job and that you have the knowledge and skills that are provided through certifications and designation courses. Then if you can do that and get that job, who knows? You might stay there for the rest of your career or maybe after three or five years under your belt, you can apply to more advanced jobs that have an experience requirement. Or maybe after five years of experience, you go out on your own and get signed up with a bunch of different rosters. And then you can go on cat duty and start making the big bucks. And you know what? When you're on cat duty, nobody's going to ask whether you have a bachelor's degree or not. Don't view the requirements in a job posting as steadfast rules because I can guarantee you most of those rules aren't necessarily deal breakers when there's a shortage of people available to get the work done. Anyone who's conducted interviews of job candidates for more than five minutes knows that it's almost impossible to find the ideal candidate for every job. It's very rare that you interview someone and find that you're able to check all the boxes that you want. And you don't want to work for a box checker. You want somebody who can listen to another person and have a conversation with them and understand what role they need to be filled and how you might be able to do it. And your job is to convince them that you're the right person, that you can do the job, regardless of whether you have experience or a bachelor's degree. Think of your career as going in stages. Think about every job that you've had in your entire life and how each job built on each other. And that's how I want you to describe them in your resume. You'll want to describe the progression of skills that you've obtained from your first job until your current job or your last job, depending on whether you're employed and throughout all of those. And when you're writing your descriptions, be sure to try and think from the mindset that a hiring manager in a claims department might have, and you'll increase your chances immensely. So I really hope that all of this helps you understand that you can do this, even if you don't meet the requirements outlined in the job posting. Just because it says you need something doesn't mean that you can't apply. 
And if you have other skills and other education that might be a good analog for a bachelor's degree, if one is required, then go for it. I do welcome your feedback on these podcasts, and I would love to hear from anyone who's had experiences getting shut down because they don't have a certain requirement listed in a job posting, and what you did to overcome that, if you did anything at all, and whether or not you got hired eventually, or if you gave up the job search entirely, which I don't think is a good idea to do, but reach out to me just the same. Thanks for joining us again on the Daily Claims Podcast, where we talk about life as an insurance adjuster. Hit that subscribe button real quick and tell all of your adjuster friends to check this out as well. Join Chantal Roberts and Bill Auten on the Clubhouse app every other Tuesday where we head up the art of adjusting and discuss all kinds of exciting insurance topics. For anyone interested in becoming a claims adjuster, you will need to get on Facebook and search for the Adjuster Manuals Facebook group. You'll find helpful posts for anyone new to adjusting, including training opportunities and licensing coursework with a pass guarantee. For independent adjusting services, go to www.auten.claims. And for anyone interested in working as an independent liability adjuster, go to www.auten.claims FQS and scroll down to the skills assessment button to fill out your information. We'll get back to you right away.